0: Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB, and today is the 14th of September 2022, and the cryptocurrency market has gone below the $1 trillion mark once again. And in today's episode, we are going to be discussing why that has happened. Now, earlier today, in US, the CPI numbers were out, and as it stands, the US inflation is at 8.3%, so definitely much higher than anticipated. Now that has had a severe impact not just on the price of cryptocurrencies but in the stock market in general as well. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the source of information to look at so far as the CPI index is concerned that talks everything about inflation. And a few hours ago in UK, the official numbers for inflation is out as well. And the inflation in UK is currently at 9.9%. So the big question is, where does Bitcoin fit into all of this? In today's episode, we're going to very briefly look at the impact of cpi numbers on the price of bitcoin now this week guys it's all about ethereum as the merge date kicks in it's rumored to be that the ethereum merge will take place on the 15th of september and Glassnode they provide a weekly insight and they have provided some really useful information so far as the ethereum merge is concerned so we'll very briefly look at that and a couple of articles that i'd like to share in today's episode that talks everything about ethereum and There's also a fork that is going to happen after the Ethereum merge called as Ethereum Proof of Work and we have some really interesting news regarding Doodles and NFTs. Now from UAE we have two news and both the news is by blockchain DXP. What I plan to do is I plan to have two events in the month of October. The first one is a Bitcoin beginners guide and the second one is an Ethereum beginners guide and I tend to do this every month to give users a better understanding of Bitcoin, Blockchain and Cryptocurrencies and these sessions are completely free of cost. So in today's episode, I'm going to be explaining what that session will be all about and I'll also share ways on how you can attend these sessions completely for free. So let's kickstart today's episode. Welcome everyone, it's ATM here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to the powers of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Crypton Coffee at 8Works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and every Fridays we have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse so please check out those episodes as well and the format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different and what I tend to do guys is I tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below or you can also go to my website blockchaindxp.com and search for the blogs under the crypto blog section. Now, let's kickstart today's episode. Now, today is the 14th of September, and if you look at the global crypto market, it has gone down way below the $1 trillion mark. As of today, at 1 30 pm Gulf Started Time, it stands at $991 billion, and since the last 24 hours, it is down by 7.07%. And to be completely honest, when I was looking at the price before the CPI numbers were out, the global crypto market Was on the verge of easily passing through the $1 trillion mark, but the moment the CPI numbers were out, the entire cryptocurrency market started to go down. Now, since the last 24 hours, the total crypto market volume is at $99.14 billion and it has been increased by 13.51%. The total volume on DeFi currently is at $7.63 billion and the total value locked in DeFi accounts for $56.23 billion. Now look guys, if you do want to look at this information regarding DeFi, DeFi Llama is the website that you need to check. It is spelled with DeFi with a double L. So Now make the MakerDAO accounts for 14.44% of all the total value locked and currently $8.12 billion has been locked in the MakerDAO protocol and DeFi accounts for 7.69% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. The volume of stablecoins has marginally gone up and it is currently at $91.71 billion. Now, out of this $91.71 billion, Tether USDT accounts for $69.67 billion. Now, this volume of Tether USDT does seem like business as usual. And USDC's volume is currently at $7.48 billion, whereas Binance USDC's volume has gone up to $13.10 billion. Now, guys, lately, the volume in Binance USD is definitely picking up pace. Now, I wouldn't be surprised maybe, say, 12 months to 24 months down the line, Binance USD might be competing very strongly with Tether USDT. And stablecoins in general account for 92.51% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now, guys, let's quickly look at a comparison between Bitcoin and Ethereum. I have this feeling that these numbers will change as the merge date kicks in, but after the merge happens, that is after the 15th, maybe on the 16th or 17th, I do see that Ethereum market share will be overtaking Bitcoin and might just be around 60% of that of Bitcoin. But as of today, the 14th of September, Bitcoin's market share is $388.5 billion, whereas Ethereum is $195.4 billion, the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is 49.0 billion dollars whereas ethereum's trading volume is 23.3 billion dollars now if you look at the dominance bitcoin's dominance has gone down by 39.11 percent, and ethereum's dominance has also gone down by 19.70 percent. now i do think that as the merge date kicks in that is maybe by end of day today or tomorrow there might be a lot of volume changes particularly to do with bitcoin and ethereum so what do you guys think What are your price predictions? Mention them in the comments below. Now, as of today, 14th of September, Bitcoin is currently at $20,381. And since the last 24 hours, it has gone down by 8.77%. And this is purely to do because of the CPI numbers. Now, since the last 7 days, it is up by 8.45%. Ethereum is currently at $1,604. Ethereum is also down by 6.67%. Since the last 24 hours, and once again, purely because of CPI numbers. And since the last seven days, it is up by 5.67%. Binance coin is currently at $279, and Binance coin is down as well by 4.72% since the last 24 hours, and up by 5.0% since the last seven days. Now, guys, if you listen to my podcast for yesterday, I did talk about this particular week will it be the CPI numbers or the Ethereum merge news? That will be dominating the price of cryptocurrencies but it clearly looks like that the CPI number news did dominate the entire cryptocurrency market this has had a massive impact on the price of all cryptocurrencies if you look at the market share of Bitcoin alone that has gone down by roughly 40 billion dollars whereas Ethereum has also gone down by roughly 20 odd billion dollars because of the CPI numbers so this begs this question Is Bitcoin a safe haven? Now, we'll be looking at that in just a minute. Now, listen, guys, if you do want to find out information on inflation and the CPI index numbers, the only website that you need to be looking at is the Bureau of Labor Statistics. If you go to the website, it clearly explains in detail the different industries and the fuel and energy index has actually shown a reduction. And as per the data, it shows that the fuel and energy index has gone down and surprisingly the shelter, food and medical industry saw an increase, which is a bit strange. What I would recommend you to do is rather than watching mainstream media or listening to crypto price influencers and go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website and you can see the information yourself. And then if you were to compare it with what mainstream media is saying, you will see a stark difference. So go to the Bureau of Labour Statistics website. Surprisingly even the fuel prices have gone down the prices of shelter food and medical care has gone up because of which the cpi index has gone marginally up and the u.s inflation numbers is at 8.3 percent in uk few hours ago the office of national statistics also released the inflation numbers and uk's inflation is at 9.9 percent so 2022 is not turning out to be the best year for uk they had the prime minister who got changed they had record inflation this year just few days ago queen elizabeth who was a brilliant human being also passed away hopefully things turn out to be excellent for uk in the later part of this year so the big question is where does bitcoin fit into all of this now this part of time i can definitely say that unfortunately bitcoin is not a safe haven especially during inflation and most likely it will not be a safe haven during war as well now based on the data it does look like that staple coins do act as a safe haven against cryptocurrencies. The fact that Bitcoin lost $40 billion because of the CPI index numbers is definitely not right. Now, if you do want to look at all the price information, you can go to CoinMarketCap. And Bitcoin.com did actually produce a report which says that Bitcoin's US dollar value dropped over 9% on Tuesday afternoon because of the recently published CPI numbers. So, this is definitely not good. Now, you wouldn't want to have Bitcoin as a world reserve if the price changes because of CPI numbers. Now, it could be possible that, let's say, maybe in the next decade or so, when 100% suppression of money and the state does actually happen, then Bitcoin might start acting as a safe haven against inflation or maybe during war as well. But till then, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are not a safe haven during inflation. And Cointesk has also published an article which states that, a steep drop in bitcoin ethereum causes over 250 million dollars in future losses and the article also takes a jab at xrp that has dropped by eight percent solana that has fell by seven percent and cardano that has gone down by 7.5 percent now all this is purely because of the news of cpi numbers or consumer price index numbers the only thing that has gone up so far as bitcoin is concerned is the Bitcoin mining difficulty. Now yesterday, that is the 13th of September, the Bitcoin mining difficulty did reach another all-time high and as of today, it currently stands at 32.05 trillion hashes. This is definitely not good considering the fact that Ethereum merge is coming up in the next few days and the energy mining consumption of Ethereum by switching from proof of work to proof of stake is going to be reduced by 99% On the other hand we have bitcoin that is reaching a new milestone the bitcoin mining difficulty does consume a lot of electricity and 32.05 trillion hashes is definitely definitely not good and bitcoin's mining difficulty has reached another all-time high at 32.05 trillion hashes per second and this is not good considering the fact that corporate interest will be focusing on esd concern apart from that what i really worry is when the bitcoin mining difficulty does become so extremely high it is also possible to do a 51% attack and the answer is pretty simple there are miners all over the world right now for using the mining equipment and spending 32. trillion hashes in order to mine bitcoin if few miners decide to stop mining the bitcoin mining difficulty goes down and then it is possible to do a 51% attack now guys let's talk about the second big news for this week that is ethereum transitioning from proof of work to proof of stake. And GlassNotes Weekly Insight has described proof of stake consensus. The transition is estimated to be on the 15th of September. So what are your price predictions, guys? Now personally, I do think that the prices of Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies might tend to go down a little bit. Now GlassNote did provide some useful information on validators, replacing miners, validator performance and revenue, and quite a lot more. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is henry aslanian he has provided a brilliant article via his linkedin profile that talks about the 10 things you need to know regarding the ethereum merge and trust me guys there's a lot of incorrect information circulating via linkedin via youtube and even in podcasts. but his article does provide really crisp and clear information and it does actually mention a lot of the things that people are saying incorrectly about the ethereum merge so go through his linkedin profile read through his article and in yesterday's podcast i did provide a link to his original article finance magnets has also put up an interesting article that talks about the corporate perceptions on ethereum and this is going back to the bitcoin's mining consumption now with ethereum's merge it will reduce the electricity consumption by over 99 and on the other hand we have bitcoin where it has reached a new all-time high so far as the bitcoin mining difficulty is concerned this news is definitely going to get a lot of attention for ESG. For Bitcoin, it's going to be negative. For Ethereum, it's going to be positive. So this begs this big question. If Bitcoin is going to be sound money, is it possible for Ethereum to be ultra sound money? Drop your answers or comments in the comment section below. Now, as and when institutional investors and retail investors are knowing about Ethereum, could it be possible that the price of Ethereum jumps up And the market cap does actually flip Bitcoin. And could it be possible that it flips Bitcoin much faster than anticipated? Now guys, listen. As the merge date takes place on the 15th of September, after the merge, one of the hard fork of Ethereum called as Ethereum Proof of Work will continue to happen. And the ticker symbol for that is ETHW. This will happen within 24 hours after the merge. There is an anonymous group. And what they want to do is they intend to continue the Ethereum Proof of Work. And the reasoning is pretty simple. They have invested heavily on Ethereum mining equipment and they want to profit from the Ethereum Proof of Work. Now, it could be possible that after the Ethereum merge, what the Ethereum Proof of Work Anonymous team will do is they will try to pump the price of Ethereum Proof of Work or call as ETHW. And the reason they might tend to do that is so that they might want to get new investors To invest in the protocol so it's going to be really interesting to see the price of ETHW or Ethereum proof of work after the merge date and Cointelegraph has put up a brilliant blog that you can also read it via medium that gives the reasoning and explanation of why they want to continue the Ethereum proof of work now guys the final news for today that is Doodle and NFTs so Doodle's Ethereum NFT sales have surged 1200% now the reason for the surge is very simple Reddit's co-founder Alexis Ohanian is leading the funding round and he's doing that in partnership with Farrell Williams and it is an NFT-backed project. So it is no surprise that the sales have surged over 1,200% and it is currently valued at $704 million. Now if you are into Doodles and if you are into NFTs, this is the project that you definitely need to check it out. So go to Google, type in Doodle and NFTs. Now guys, let's talk about two news regarding UAE. Both news are events done by me, that is Blockchain DXB. And what I tend to do is every month, I tend to have a lot of sessions. And all of these sessions are completely free, of course. So the first news that I'm going to be talking about is Bitcoin Beginner's Guide. It is a three-part series that starts from the 7th of October till the 21st of October. So the first session takes place on the 7th of October. The second one is on the 14th of October. And the final one is on the 21st of October. Now the initiative is to train, educate and consult the people of Dubai on Bitcoin, blockchain technology and purely in line with Dubai blockchain strategy. Now listen, if you do want to attend only the audio version, you can do that by an app called Podbean. And I'll also try to go live via Twitter space and a local based app called Angami. Again, these sessions are completely free of course. Now let me quickly explain what is it that I'm going to be talking on the 7th of October. Now guys, on the 7th of October... At 11am Gulf Standard Time, I'm going to be discussing the history of Bitcoin. I'll be talking about the projects that existed before Bitcoin and what were the prior problems with cryptocurrencies. You should have heard this word called double spend and I'll be explaining what is double spend and how Satoshi Nakamoto actually solved it. We'll also discuss who is Satoshi Nakamoto, why it matters and why it does not and how the whole Bitcoin blockchain works. So we'll look at what goes into a block and how it chained. So, this whole notion of blockchain technology, we'll go ahead and explore that. On the 14th of October, I'm going to be discussing BFT, that is the Byzantine fault tolerance. I'll be discussing the white paper and I'm going to be discussing it at a very basic level. So no technical expertise is needed. We'll also be discussing what is private key, public key, and what is SHA-256, that is secure hashing algorithm. Now listen, guys, it's going to be at a very basic level. You do not need absolutely any technical expertise. I'll also be discussing what is it that Satoshi Nakamoto did. So essentially what Satoshi Nakamoto did was he compiled hashing algorithm, mathematics and cryptography. I'll be explaining that at a very basic level on the 14th of October. We'll also look at how Bitcoin mining works and what we talk about in today's episode regarding the mining difficulty. I'll go ahead and explain how the Bitcoin mining difficulty is calculated, how it works, how it increases and how it decreases. And we'll also talk about the halving of Bitcoin, which is most likely going to happen somewhere around May of 2024. And on the final session, that is on the 21st of October, we're going to be discussing the Bitcoin market share. We'll talk about the different folks of Bitcoin. And we'll also look at the basics of Lightning Network and Liquid Network. Now listen guys, at this point of time, the whole narrative of Lightning Network, not blockchain, is gaining a lot of momentum. Not just in the Bitcoin maximalist community, but also in the cryptocurrency sector. So, we'll be explaining what Lightning Network is. And if you have some software experience and want to build some things on Lightning Network, I definitely want to connect with you. And we'll also be discussing the different types of Bitcoin, the wallets and the different types of wallets. We'll also be discussing the pillars of Bitcoin and open blockchain, which is popularized by Andreas Antonopoulos. And we'll be looking at open blockchain versus private blockchain, And we'll be discussing why private blockchain is essentially just a software. We'll also discuss how you should buy, sell or hodl your Bitcoin. And I will not be giving any investment advice whatsoever. We'll also be discussing the current and the future state of Bitcoin. So those are the topics that I'll be covering on the 7th, 14th and 21st of October. And these sessions guys are completely free of cost. You do not need absolutely any technical expertise. Now let's move on to the second news for today that is an Ethereum Beginner's Guide. Now this is going to be a standalone episode on the 7th of October from 2pm to 3.30pm Gulf Standard Time. And once again guys, this is done in line with Dubai Blockchain Strategy, an initiative to train, educate and consult the people on blockchain technology. Now the link for the event can be found on eventbrite.com So go to eventbrite.com and just type in Blockchain TXP you'll get a list of events that I plan to have in October. There's going to be Bitcoin Beginner's Guide, Ethereum began its guide, central bank digital currencies, metaverse and quite a lot more. Now in case if you do want to attend only the audio version, you can do that via Podbean, via Angami and I'll try to go live via Twitter space as well. Now let me quickly explain what is it that I'm going to be discussing on the 7th of October. I'll be talking about what is Ethereum, the history of Ethereum, the projects that existed before Ethereum, the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum. We'll talk about the challenges faced by Ethereum, one of them being the ESG concern because of which they have decided to shift from proof of work to proof of stake. We'll talk about the Ethereum London fork and because of the London fork, the supply of Ethereum is cleverly managed. We'll talk about the big question that is, can Ethereum flip Bitcoin? And we'll also be discussing the stages in Ethereum, but this session is going to be unique in the sense I'll be talking about this in past tense. Now, I do tend to have the Ethereum Beginner's Guide every month. And in the previous sessions, I talk about the upcoming stages. That is the merge, the surge, the vorge, the purge, the splurge. But by the 7th of October, this thing would have already happened. So it's going to be really interesting, even for me, to understand how the changes have actually happened. So I'll be discussing more on the post-merge era of Ethereum. And if you want to get involved in Ethereum, I'll be sharing tips on how you can do that. How can you build things on Ethereum? We'll also, be looking at the competitors of Ethereum such as Solana, Algorand, even EOS, and we'll be discussing the current and the future state of Ethereum and quite a lot more. And once again, guys, it's highly suited for someone with little or no experience at a complete basic and begin level, so no prior knowledge or technical experience is needed as well. Sessions are completely free of cost, and once again, no investment advice as well. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee Aid from Blockchain DXV. If you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to win You can also check out my website that is www.blockchindxb.com. And check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DX. you are listening to the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypton Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to the of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So I have a first question by Rishi who asks, what is your favorite stablecoin? Now, personally, Rishi, I don't use stablecoin at all. Now, in the past, I have used Tether USDT and the experience has been all right. But if, I, if given an option to choose between, let's say, USDT, USDC and Binance USD, personally, Rishi, I would pick USDC, which is by Circle. And the reason is pretty simple. The transparency of USDC is far better than that of USDT. But the usage of USDC is relatively less in let's say comparison to Tether USDT. So I don't have any favorite as such. But if I were to pick, I would definitely pick USDC over Tether USDT and then finally maybe Binance USD. Now, what I really like to recommend is Rishi. It depends on your use case as to why you want to use your stable coins. Are you trying to use it so that you can pay someone internationally? Or are you trying to use it just to evade from the fluctuation in the cryptocurrency market? So it depends on your use case. But what's going to be really interesting is that in the near future, central bank digital currencies will be kicking in. And will that have an impact on the usage of stable coins? I do think that central bank digital currencies could pose a serious threat to stable coins, particularly Tether USDT. And what I also plan to do is, Rishi, somewhere maybe in the last week of October, I do want to have a session purely on stable coins. And uh, I'll try to do a free session while you even bright talking about the history of stable coins. And I'll be talking about the different types of stable coins, the whole drama of the USDT going back to 2019. And we'll discuss the transparency, what are the requirements. I will also be discussing algorithmic-backed stable coins, the good, bad, and the ugly side. Now, we did talk about Terra Luna's failure a couple of months ago. So, I'll be talking about what Terra Luna did, what was wrong, and there were a couple of things that they did right as well. I'll also be talking about the competitors to stable coins, such as CBDCs, maybe RippleNet, and quite a lot more. And in that session, Rishi, I'll also discuss if El Salvador would have been better to adopt stable coins instead of making Bitcoin a legal tender. So, to answer your question, do I have any favorite stable coins? Not at the moment. But if I were to pick, I would definitely pick USDC over USDT and then Binance USD. And one thing, you know, Rishi, which I've mentioned quite a number of times in my podcast, is that lately even in uae a lot of the firms that are accepting cryptocurrencies have switched from usdt to usdc and this goes back purely because of the transparency that circle's team tends to have in comparison to usdt i have another question by ali who asks what are your price predictions for ethereum after the merge date now to be honest ali i never ever give out any price predictions look ali all the price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. There's never been anyone who has been accurately predicting the price of any cryptocurrencies. What I can say is that before the merge date, that is most likely tonight or tomorrow, is when the price of Ethereum and cryptocurrencies could possibly go down. And this is historically which is taking place in the cryptocurrency world. Now, it could be possible that I'm 100% wrong as well. But what I do think is after the merge date, the prices maybe for the next few days might go down, but as in when retail investors and institutional investors do understand what Ethereum is, especially because of the ESG concern, I do think that the market share of Ethereum will probably keep on going higher. Now I wouldn't be surprised if the market share of Ethereum does cross the 60% mark of that of Bitcoin maybe by the end of this month. Now if that thing happens, i do think that ethereum could flip bitcoin maybe six months or maybe a year from now if that thing happens a lot of media will be talking about ethereum Ali, and then the price of ethereum could also slowly pump now could it be possible that ethereum flips bitcoin even on price now personally i don't think so but i wouldn't be surprised if that would actually happen going back to your question regarding the price i cannot give out any price prediction To be honest Ali, anyone who gives you any price prediction is 100% right, 50% of the time, try to understand what the merge is. And one thing which I've been noticing even via LinkedIn, a lot of incorrect information is being published, so make sure when you're reading information, read through information from the first source. Ethereum Foundation has brilliant source, and the article by Henry Aslanian does put up 10 very short and sweet brilliant points, and he does clear a lot of misconceptions, Regarding the Ethereum merge, so that's all for today guys guys. the ask me anything series on Blockchain DXB. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info info@blockchaindxb.com. You can also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxb.com, and also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8:00 AM to 8:30 AM, we have and Coffee a day where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain. Beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how this series of episodes on the Crypt and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the project of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a great day. Bye bye.